0: I'm Richard Dodd, and you're listening to the Ecology Academy podcast. This is a show where we get to talk and learn about all things ecological, including interviews with top ecologists, both employers and employees, those working with ecologists, and also aspiring and inspiring career-seeking individuals setting out to make a difference. The show aims to provide you with insights, advice, and inspiration to help you succeed and excel as an effective ecologist and to make a real difference to our natural environment. Hi there, and a happy new year to you all. Welcome to the Ecology Academy podcast, and our first episode of 2022. So, how are you all? Did you have a good break? I know I had a, a good break. It was um, a nice time to actually spend time with um, family and friends. a little bit different. Um, I'm sure that uh, most of you have experienced a different sort of a, festive break than the usual year, shall we say. But um, I'm so looking forward to actually starting um, in 2022 and getting going on some of those goals that I've set in late last year and uh, refining them early this year as well. So, you know, there's still time to actually, if you haven't already set any objectives, any goals for 2022, go back and listen to the previous podcast. Have a listen to the um, how to set a um, an effective goal it was a very brief episode in, in to to introduce you to goal setting and i'll touch upon that again in this um, podcast itself but um, there's also some actual items to take away with you in terms of delivering on those goals. So actually, you know, setting a plan is great, but if it's just going to sit on a shelf or be in your head, it's not very much use to you or anyone else. So um, we'll have a look at actually execution or um, actually (laughs) implementing those objectives and those goals, those tactics that will help you achieve your goals through 2022. So that's to come in this episode. So I just wanted to wish you all, let's say, a happy new year and introduce you to some of the interviews we've got lined up for 2022 and a little bit of a change so it's always good to have a bit of a change for a, a new season so we just want to introduce those to you as well and one of the main changes we're going to have a look at is mixing it up a lot so we're going to have some great interviews i'm, I'm looking forward to actually having quite a few um you know great interviews with um, some people both working within the industry and also um, around the industry within sort of um, on the, the peripheral edges of there as well. So we'll be looking at carrying on with the interview series, a few different cha- uh, twists in the interviews themselves in terms of getting a little bit more practical uh, practical um, tips from our wonderful guests that come onto this uh, podcast itself. So you will actually benefit from taking those away. So we've had some great conversations in 2021 and... and uh, you know, I've, I've 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 taken forward quite a few of the actions that um, our guests have actually. Uh, Relate to us, but I'm going to make them even more actionable in for 2022. So there'll be a few uh, questions that will will be putting to our uh, guests as we go along. So we we'll look forward to that. But of course, there's the interview section. But we're also going to introduce uh, to you, which which we haven't done very much in 2021, and that is career guidance. So whether you're at the start of your journey or whether you're progressing, we'll have a look at um, not just you know, I'll, I'll put my own flavour of things into the mix there. In terms of um, career guidance, whether it be CV writing, whether it be actually interview techniques and also progressive. So how do you progress through your career? So whether it be as a career changer, whether it be actually looking at a secondment somewhere or actually be advancing through that, you know, that that sort of ladder-like, um, although it's very much like a lattice uh, approach to actually careers uh, uh, um, uh, progression. So having a look how you progress through your career what sort of things to focus on, not just on your ecological skills and knowledge, but also those ones that support it, those underpin it, such as like communication skills, or project management skills, time management skills, all those things. And most importantly, and I make no uh, exception and vote about this the the importance of having an open mindset uh, as well. So this is something we'll be looking towards. Now we go through both an open and fixed mindset throughout our lives, but um, you no, know, it's not just thing that you will have one hundred percent an open mindset uh, or growth mindset as it's uh, called. Um, but um, you know, it's looking at um, identifying those those areas. So we'll be looking at points like you know having a regular. Uh, career conversations both with ourselves an internal debate and internal the conversation but also with our colleagues too looking at how to, how we sort of um record our successes as well now you may recall if you've listened to the previous conversation, podcast that um one thing i was going to do for 2022 was to have a uh i've brought it now with me it's an a4 book and in the in the back of the book i'm going to i've written down my objectives for 2022 and look at p- putting a little bit more flesh on those bones there putting the tactics actually to get t- to actually achieve those goals And at the front of the book i'm starting to write my own small successes so these can be like little little wins. So for instance, I went for a walk today rather than actually sitting home <laughs> and watching uh, endless uh, Netflix. So um, I have you know, managed to actually go out for you know go for a walk, go for a run. These just these small little um, uh, wins. So we should we say put all the down. It can also obviously put down the large wins too. So we're going to be looking at um, different aspects of how you progress throughout your career. So. So right from the start, early career ecologist, all the way up to you know progressive, and also um, you know setting up your own business. Um, so if that's something that you are looking to do in 2022 or beyond, um, we got some podcasts for you later on in this year. And uh, finally, uh, the, the, we are can also have a looking at some tips, and we've I've, uh, highlighted them already about um, advancing your goals and how to get uh, how to act, get the most out of your goals. And that's one thing we're gonna focus upon today, an introduction to sort of not just goal setting, but um, actually implementation of those goals, taking action. So without further ado, let's get into that itself. So I'm just gonna highlight a little bit of um, uh, uh, something that we did um, uh, say late last year, which is about having that vision, that goal setting um, uh, idea. So if you remember, if you cast your mind back, what you want to do is to spend probably no more than five minutes on each of these sort of areas, putting down some goals, what you want to achieve for 2022. So topics could be your health, financial um, objectives, family and friends, experiences, career and business and things and stuff. Now, um, I won't dwell upon the, the areas there, so we, well, I discussed that um, last month, but you know, spend about five minutes writing down what you'd like to achieve and maybe just one or up to about three items um, uh, per per category. It may be that you actually, you're going to just focus upon career and business and that's fine, but do remember that um, career and business is also part of your life. And so there are other elements that may have a knock-on effect. So this is what I call like a big vision. So yes, you may be focusing upon your career and business itself because this is a podcast about your your work and maybe your life around ecology. But don't forget that how we show up manifests in different ways. So it's not just within your career, but it's also you know, outside of the work itself. So that's why I mentioned about health, habit setting health objectives, financial objectives, family and friends, making time for people, experiences, going out to the cinema, going out to the theatre. As we slowly open up again, hopefully it'll be um, a lot better in 2022 than it was in the latter part of 2021. And things and stuff as well. So yes, there's maybe the material things, but what sort of things do you want uh, in 2022, whether that be a car, whether it be a house, your first house, uh, whether it be moving house, whether it be, I uh, say, moving to an electrical vehicle for instance, or actually would we be, um you know purchasing that uh, that item that you've always wanted. So last year, for instance, my my one of my items for things and stuff was a trombone. So I managed to purchase a trombone, work towards getting that. So it's nice to have those sort of things to look forward to. So. Okay, so if you haven't done it already, set your objectives for 2022. Make sure they're smart as well, so specific, measurable, um, achievable, realistic, and time-bound as well, when you're going to achieve it by. So those are the sorts of um, uh, things we discussed last uh, uh, last month in the pre Podcast. And when you're setting goals, just a little bit of more information on that. Try to, you, you know, if it's the first time, Perhaps just having a couple of easy goals. Let's say no more than three, five is your absolute maximum per of those, those categories there. But really, the, it's, it's not about loads of different um, objectives because the more you focus upon, the less you're going to achieve, really. You're going to spread yourself too thinly, especially if these are something really meaty um, goals. And what I talk about a meaty goal is something more known as a stretch goal. So... It could be that you really want to master and be an expert in QGIS, for instance, or you want to fully understand, implement, take forward, be a leader in the UK habitat classification system and maybe biodiversity net gain. Or it could be something that you just want to, imp- you know, be a, a master. Uh, in your own field in terms of entomology or whether it be actually public speaking, for instance. You want to get be engaging in a lot more public um, um, speaking events, for instance. So just think about sort of those stretch goals. And when it comes down to implementing them, the first thing you can do is to identify how you're going to achieve them. And these are your tactics. So how can you achieve your goals? For instance, if we had said, for instance, that one of your goals may be to be proficient in the use of QGIS, for instance. Have a look at how you're going to do that. You know, think about all the things and just just write them down on a piece of paper. And just, it's like a brain dump exercise, it's just a thought-provoking exercise. And spend about 10 minutes writing down everything you need to do. And think absolutely everything. Nothing's, nothing's barred. Don't think about how stupid they are, or you're not achievable. Just write it all down when that comes into your head. So, this for instance, yeah, proficient in the use of QGIS. So. First of all, if you haven't got the QGIS, the first thing you're probably going to have to do is download QGIS. You may want to seek out tutorials online, maybe seek out training, actually team up with someone, actually go and practice QGIS using phase one or UK habitat, um, uh, habitat classification systems. Think about all the things that are going to make you proficient and achieve that goal in 2022 and when you're going to do them. So actually be that time-bound element. So download QGIS. I'm going to do that today. Uh, Seek out training and and tutorials, for instance, online. That's something you could do also today or next week. Whatever it is, make sure it's time-bound. Another example is if you want to undertake the UK habitat classification system um, and you want to be proficient in most habitat types. So, first of all, again, very simple: brain dump, brainstorm, or everything you, you need to be uh, to do in order to actually achieve that goal itself. These are your tactics. So downloading the UK habitat classification codes, for instance, I get similar tutorials. Using the biodiversity metric calculation tools, get used to those, you know, all those seek out guidance, go on training courses, um, pinching with buddies, uh, you know, I say those, I mean, I'm repeating myself now, but you get the gist of things, make sure that um, you've got some tactics there and also write them down, which week you're going to do it in, which month you're going to do it in. Um, you know, so we tend to use a twelve-week sort of goals and tactics sheet where we're going to actually say, okay, what we're going to achieve with this quarter, this the, the next 12, 12 weeks, and we write those down. And you know, just maybe three goals. So it could be that you want to focus on um, your health for months one, uh, or you may want to or one objective in for health, one objective for business, one objective for finance, for instance, and for quarter one. So you may make, make sure that's a big goal for you. And write those down and say all those tactics there to actually get to to actually identify how you're going to do it, how you're going to deliver it. Okay. Uh, and then you need to measure. So, you know, at the end, so if you said you're going to download QJS on day one what you want to uh, do really is to uh, measure the effectiveness. So did you actually achieve it? And a big tick, yes, I downloaded it. Fantastic. That's one easy hit. So you can actually say that at the end, you know, you've actually achieved that objective by downloading QJS and uh, you're moving towards that ultimate goal of being proficient in the use of QJS. So it can be really, really simple. Okay. But if you don't make these plans, it, you're just leaving it to chance. And that's going to be, Yes, you may get somewhere, but they may maybe not where you actually want to get. OK, so um, th- those just are just a few ideas. Uh, so it's actually being intentional with your time and being deliberate with that plan you've made in 2021, late 21 or now um, in 20, uh, 2022. and. You know, I want you to achieve. I want you to be successful in 2022. Whether it be obtaining that first job as an uh, as an ecologist, whether it be seeking that promotion um, towards senior or principal ecologist. Or- Owning your own business, running your own business, what that actually means uh, and why you're doing it. And or, you know, I said those financial goals. So you can, you know, you're sorting out an ethical pension scheme, for instance. So it's, you know, extremely important. Or you want to be mortgage free by 2023. Bit of a rhyme there for you. I, I, I don't know where this comes from. But uh, yeah, making making sure that it's achievable as well and realistic and I say those time balance elements. Now to help you with that time use as well, it may be useful to, I mean, I personally write things down. I say this is why I've got this book uh, with me now. So the front, as I said, I do those small wins, the successes, but at the back, it's my objective setting, my my sort of goals there. And so I use pen and paper, but you may be more of a sort of, um, you know, uh, I don't know, a Monday.com or a, Sana, uh, a person or maybe you, you love um, Microsoft um, Excel spreadsheets or Google Calendar, whatever it is, find the tool or app, app that works for you and um, use it. But don't spend ages trying to find one. You know, just make sure something just really works for you. So, you know, it, some people this is the procrastination really, that spend a lot of time searching the perfect tool to enable them to achieve all their objectives when really it's taking time away from actually delivering on those those goals as well. So, so procrastination, thinking, thinking is absolutely fine. Procrastination is maybe, you know, I, I have a look about uh, to see about where you procrastinate and why. Is it because you are trying to put off something, you know, so I think that's going to be something to look at um, in 2022. So why don't you achieve goals? And so uh, write th- those things down, you know, what can actually mention it last month as well. What will actually uh, inhibit you from achieving your goals? Is it money? Is it time? Is it you? That's actually going to be the sort of the hindrance. So I think those are just a few things that help you with um, um, your, um, your goal setting itself now. I just want to talk about the now, these are going to be actionable items for January 2022. Something to take away with you, and I'm going to give you a few tips something that I do uh, myself so I can actually vouch that actually these actually do work. Um, I, clearly, they're not going to work for everyone, but I'm just going to, if, if you've got a better tool, better book, better resource, I'd love to hear about it. I'm, you know, um, you know extremely uh, keen to hear about other people's, you know, way they sort of, um, Uh, reach their objectives. So I'm just gonna mention a couple of things that I used or have read and uh, used and watched in order to actually uh, uh, aim for me to achieve my goals. And the first one is, and it's a great one for the start of the year, because many of us make these new year resolutions and strangely by months, or even by the end of January, some, some of these have actually failed. Um, because we just haven't got the time because we haven't tr- properly planned them and we don't fully understand the actually impl- implications of uh, making a change within our sort of life and this is where I go back to that big vision that um although we've got some great plans for our career for instance they may not manifest because something's affecting it uh, you know in a different area whether that be uh, financial, whether it be health-wise or whether it be family and friends, for instance. So we need to identify. This is why I think you need to have a like, holistic approach to goal setting. But anyway, I digress. Let's have a look at some of these tools and resources that have really helped me. And the first one, um, uh, I, and the first one is a. Is an amazing book it's called atomic habits by james clear and it's so great i read this in uh, i think i was the latter part of 2020 or early 2021 uh probably probably the, you know, early 2021 you know when i was actually setting my goals for 20 for that year itself and It's it's great because what it does is identify. So we all got these great ideas and aspirations for the year. Yeah, I'm going to achieve a lot more. I'm going to do for that. I'm going to do 100k run um, every month. You know, and you know that's (laughs) that was one of my early goals of 2021. And um, yeah, sometimes sometimes it manifests, sometimes it doesn't. But it's looking at the habits behind these. Why do some of our? Why you know why, why do some things? Are come easy to us and some things are a little bit harder to actually achieve and, and also we just give up or we'll fail at something and i think we should look at failure as a learning opportunity and this book by james clear atomic habits it really brings it home about habits you know both bad habits and good habits and either forming habits how we do that and how the process of, do, uh, of achieving it um and also you know identifying when we're going off track all right so one of the one of the most memorable parts of that book i can remember you know it was actually you know writing things down making looking at the areas where actually i could be thrown off track and also breaking down into tiny little steps so for instance it could be that um You know, you wanted to read more books. Again, you need to quantify that. What do you mean by reading more books? Um, And you want to think about how that connects to your personality. So... um uh, so reading more books, how many books is this? So is it one book per month or is it do you want to just read uh, five more books than you did in 2021, for instance? What are those books uh, itself? And what's stopping you from achieving it? Is it because actually, do you know what, I, I read at nighttime and uh, in bed and I can read for about five minutes and then I'm out. You know, that that's it. So you're not going to achieve that goal, uh, for instance, if... That your habit is reading at night time. So maybe you need to change things, identify what's going to actually be your limit, your limitation here. And maybe you may find, uh, that you need to get up uh, a little bit earlier, perhaps, you know, so if you're, you're at seven o'clock rising, maybe rising at six, for instance, and spending time, you know, obviously you're not gonna do it straight away, but, um, um, you know looking at a better time to actually achieve that objective you know for reading books so it could be that um you are more you need to shift your attention away from nighttime reading to actually daytime reading because it's a bit you know you're self-sabotaging yourself um by um you know just because of your habits um so and and it's the environment is, is it because you live in a um, um, a, 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 a busy household for instance, that there's a lot of noise and distraction and you're not quite free, the phone's there, social media is actually, influ- you know, pings and you actually, read. you know, you read that rather than actually concentrating your book. So it could be identifying where these distractions are, where they lie and maybe eliminating one or more of them um uh, but doing it on a, a, a progressive scale now it could be for instance at this habit forming that um, and i can totally relate to this is that <laughs> i must admit i do i do like uh i do like bad foods including you know a lot you know probably crisps and chocolate is my nemesis really and one way i've actually tried to reduce this is it's uh, okay first of all you see, it sounds really easy just don't buy it richard you know just don't buy it chocolates and crisps but sometimes you do but and then they're sitting there you know where they are and it's so easy to go and get them so what i've done is actually and it's mentioned in the book and this is the reason why i've done it because it was mentioned in the book itself is to move those things into a place where actually it causes me some 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 discomfort to actually find out you know where these crisps and chocolates are so put them at the, at the top of the shelf right at the back and it's a lot more effort to actually go and find them and get them. And and the action you're going through, the process, you're going, do you know, I really want this when you're actually getting there? This is, I need to go and get a step and go up and get them. So it's looking at how you can actually shift those habits to, so, so, um, move those habits away from bad habits to actually good habits. Another one I think was mentioned in in the book is about use of social media and your phone, how distracting it is. And I'm not saying, you know, that phone is extremely important. It's got a lot of things on there in terms of um, communication devices, how you keep in touch with people. And I'm not saying throw it away. Um, But it could be that, okay, well, social media can be your enemy as in how many times, we, we all know this, how many times we check our email, check our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that those elements there, you know, throughout the day. And it's it's bizarre. I mean, if you recorded how many times you do it, it's it's just mind blowing. Uh, and you think about all the times you do that, add up the hours and it's not just about, um, I'll come on to another book in a second. It's not the question that you go and check it, but it's also distracting you from achieving something else. So how do we get around that? Okay, we could turn the phone off. Okay, that's a great one, turn the phone off uh, or delete some of the apps. Or it could be, and if you don't wanna do any of that that stuff, move your phone into a different location. You know, if you're in a house, you could move it into a different room. So you're working at your, your desk, for instance, maybe move that phone into a different room, which means that if you wanna go and check social media, uh, you know, so you're gonna have to get up from your desk, walk across, you know, the house or whatever, to go and check it. And then you're thinking, you know, is it worth, it? it's making it a little bit more discount, you know, of discomfort for you to actually achieve that goal. And clearly, if you want to achieve good habits, you want to make them more favourable. So you want to increase the likelihood you're going to achieve it. So, one habit that I have I mean, it is I wake up at 6 30. clearly my alarm's gonna go off. but what do I do after 6 30? Why am I getting up at 6 30? It's because I want to go so this morning I went for a run, a uh, five kilometer run. Uh, it, some mornings I do meditation, some mornings I actually read, some mornings I actually making plans for the day and some uh, some mornings I you know just take time to um, walk the dog. So there's you know it's it's how do we make these good habits? Okay, so so running for 5K, especially today, was freezing really, really cold. So how do you achieve that run? You know, do you think actually I'll wait till tomorrow because it's nice and warm, you know, it's gonna be warmer, but is it ever gonna be the right temperature for you to run? So just think about this. So rather than saying my alarm goes off, I'll go for a 5k run. What I tend to do is the night before I prepare, I put my running stuff out in a different room. So I don't wake my wife up. So um, so I put my running stuff in, in a different room. I lay them out so I know I can just put them on so easily. So they're not in a pile. They're actually <laughs> methodically laid out. Left and right socks, I do have those. Left and right socks in the right place. Um, uh, so I can just put those on. So uh, I know they're, they're in a different room. Also, I know that I need to have a glass of water before I start running. So, I will put a glass uh, or a, a, you know, a, 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 a glass by um, my, running, my running stuff as well. So, so far, what I've got is my alarm goes off. My next step, I'm not thinking about the run. All I'm thinking about is going into that room and putting on my running clothes. When I put my running clothes on, I see the glass. I know then I need to have a drink. Okay, so I go and have my drink. It's just it's about five hundred mil, you know. Yeah, so I have a good good drink in the morning to replenish that um, the the. the uh, the fluid I've lost overnight um, itself, and also a, a bit more energy. You know, because sometimes you feel a bit lethargic. Clinically, you feel lethargic in the morning. So I have that glass of water to help me um, sort of um, recover my energy a little bit. It takes a few minutes. Don't. It's not instant. It's not the pure. You know, it's not magic juice. This is. It's just water. But um, so I will have that glass of water. Once I've had the glass of water, um, you know, you, you know, you, you, there may be other things you need to do before you go out for that run but it is getting, making sure that you're psyching yourself up there. You've got to, um, you know, you've, you, you're ready to go there uh, outside. You've got your watch on, uh, whatever you need, or recording device, and you're going out there. So rather than going for a 5K run, what I did was my alarm clock, actually even before my, so I'll go back even a further step. Before I even put, you know, leave the room, my first objective is to put my feet on the floor. So alarm goes off, I put both my feet on the floor. Okay, that's, my f- that's that's all I need to do to, 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 to ensure I go for a 5K run. And I just break it down to those steps. So, alarm goes off, put my feet on the floor, leave the room, put my running stuff on, get my glass of water, have a glass of water, ablutions, and then straight out for the run. So you can break it out into little steps. And then, uh, obviously, we know the feeling we get after we come back for the run. It's fantastic. You can tick it off uh, your sheet that you've, you've gone that run. Now, I run in the morning. It could be that you, for instance, the, um, want to run in the evening. Now, what's this got to do with ecology? <laughs> the Ecology Academy podcast. Well, it, I say um, we all have good habits. We all have bad habits. We want to change things. And I think, you know, if, if something you want so desperately, you want to change Have a read of that book. It's really life-changing. So much so that I've given it to all my team, all my colleagues at work, everyone. So for Christmas, okay, so most people give, uh, you know, colleagues maybe... I a, don't a, a, oh know, a bottle of Prosecco, or something like that. or uh, something, But, you know, m- 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 uh, my colleagues, uh, they all got a book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. So <laughs> I don't know. Last year, I gave them the 12-week um, year and that was a different book. I think this has got a little bit better. I'm getting a little bit better actually choosing books for my team. So um, Atomic Habits by James Clear, that's a great one. Another one to have a look at, and this is, I touched on it earlier on, it's the myth of multitasking. And this is a book. It's a, it's a shorter book. It probably take you, you know, will take you a, a lot um, quicker to read than Atomic Habits. Although Atomic Habits is a brilliant read; it's very really well written. There's actual items in there. It's really, really simple to actually use. But multitasking. Now, this book. It's a second edition by Dave Crenshaw. So, how doing it all gets nothing done, and it just blows. It, it's it, we, we pride ourselves on being able to multitask, and in all honesty. We can't. What we think is multitasking is something different. I know it's a bit semantics, but you know, we're not actually doing lots of different things at the same time. Okay, so if we are, we're not doing them very well. So you just think about, um, for instance, if you're listening to this podcast and maybe watching TV. You're probably doing one more than the other. You're probably concentrating upon that film, for instance, rather than actually my beautiful tones. <laughs> or, but occasionally you will listen to what you know, a, a few things I uh, say on the podcast and guests do as well. So, are you really concentrating upon one thing, or are you trying to cram things in? You know, uh, you know, uh, save time. And there's you can't really effectively multitask. And and Dave Crenshaw shows you that you know explains it. So if you if you're skeptical about what I'm saying about actually, do you know what, you know, Richard, I am actually a really good multitasker. There are certain things we can do, you know, obviously walk and talk, for instance, or maybe um uh yeah yeah walk and talk and we can even you know drive a car using our hands and feet if it's a you know you know a, a manual car for instance. Um but there's some things like having a conversation with a colleague who you know you need to spend time with And also getting that email sent out to another person, you know, is is a priority as well. So trying to do those two things means you're probably going to not do them to your best ability. Yes, you'll do them, but at what cost? And the cost is both in terms of if your colleague, for instance, if you need to have uh, a deeper conversation with your colleague, it just shows disrespect to, to them. So they're thinking, well... You know, was Richard really listening to me while I was typing that email? I don't think so. So, do you know what? I'm not going to come back to him next time, or I'm just going to send him an email. Uh, And equally so, the person receiving that email going, you know, so many typographical or errors in this or actually doesn't quite make sense i'm gonna to have to give this person a call because it i i don't don't quite quite understand so it actually it doesn't save you time in, in the end now as i say you may be skeptical thinking do you know what you just need to get better at multitasking richard that, that's what you need to do isn't it really but um it does come at a cost and uh dave crenshaw's book really explains it well um as I say, it, it, it's, there's worksheets in there to help you figure out how to manage your day effectively, which I found really useful. And also, there are easily actionable, actionable steps to manage your life well and accomplish your, you know, your goals. So it really does tie in. So these Atomic Habits by James Clear and and The Myth of Multitasking by Dave Crenshaw. That's my sort of tip. I don't get any any sort of um, uh, uh, <laughs> any accreditation at all for recommending these books. Um, have a look at on on TED Talks as well. There's there's um, there's there's a uh, there's a TED talk um, I think it's by yeah Judson Brewer it says a simple way to break a bad habit. So have a, if you want to watch something rather than read something, have a look out for that. So that's Judson Brewer, a simple way to break a bad habit. Um, equally so, look out for James Clear uh, um, as well. Um, he's been on some TED talks, and you know it's it's really it's really interesting to to have a look at how you sort of um, take a bad habit and identify that it is bad and what's making it bad and you know, is there such a thing as a bad habit? And is there such a thing as a good habit? Anyway, that's all I'm gonna leave you with. Okay, so so have a look, read of those books. I'm looking forward to this year in terms of our podcasts coming out. We I say we've got some great guests lined up. We're going to make switch it around a bit make it a bit more actionable so you will take something away from each every one of these whether it be um you know to actually follow that person on social media or where would actually take some of the actions that we talk about during the, the during the interviews themselves and also that career guidance whether you are an early career ecologist or whether you're progressing throughout your career or maybe looking to set up your own business these are sort of the podcasts we'll be looking at uh, um uh, talking through uh, this year Now, equally so, there is time for you to send in what you really want me to talk about. And uh, not me, this is another big reveal. We're going to have some co-hosts coming along. So it won't just be me uh, every single month on the Ecology Academy podcast. I will be co-hosting with someone. uh, And also, they will also be producing their own podcast and putting on to uh, the Ecology Academy podcast um podcast platform too so there's something to look forward to uh, later on the year but if there's anything that you want us to actually um anyone you want us to interview any particular topic you want to covered let us know email us email me at richard richard@ecologyacademy.co.uk um and we shall have a look at that we'll be obviously in the latter part of 2022 we've got most things lined up for the first half of uh, this year but um, it certainly will feed into the second half of this year itself. Um, that's all for now. Hope you have a great 2022. And uh, it's obviously just the start of things. If you haven't written those objectives, go and write them down. If you're going to be deliberate, make sure you have got those tactics. And also go and check out those books. So Atomic Habits by James Clear and The Myth of Multitasking by Dave Crenshaw. And maybe watch that. I say that 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 um, TED Talk by Judson Brewer on a simple way to break a bad habit. That's all for now. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon. If you enjoy our show and want to help, then please click on the subscribe button and rate us on your favourite podcast player. As that's how you can inspire ecologists in the making, help retain great talent, and provide insights of our industry to a much wider audience of why ecology really does matter. Thank you. And remember, learning is a lifelong endeavour, so stay curious be adventurous, and build bridges for others to cross.